Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new right, going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. there, dead man. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Lars. Starting to get a little sweaty in this office of it ours. It's warm and balmy in here. Yeah, I might turn that off in a second. It feels nice right now. Anyways, yeah, for a second. Like a warm blanket. I want to take a nap. Wait about 10 minutes where we start talking about this freaking Vince Helen with laughter over dog. Uh, it's really, it could basically be non-news. This is the least surprising bit of news I've heard in a long time. Oh, I know. This totally could be like th- nobody needed to tell me that he thought this was endlessly hilarious. That's the only reason we said it on the I show. think before we before SmackDown started, we were like, "Yeah, they're going to double down on this dog thing." Well, they're du- yeah, double down on Baron and dog thing, <laughs> right? And then they did, right? So, uh, like I said, we're on the Patreon. Last week, we had a heck of a week for bonus content on the Patreon. We're trying to bring a bit more focus to the bonus content stuff. Yeah. So, uh, in keeping with that, last week, we had a Mandalorian Episode 1 review. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen uh, the subsequent episode. Is, is 2 and 3 dropped? Just or is two, 2, I believe. Okay. I it's tops, seen. man. It's fun stuff. So, no spoilers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. No spoilers, please. Uh, and then we're also, uh, we also did... Uh, a one-year retrospective on Becky Lynch after she bloodied up her nose in the lead-up to last year's Survivor mm-hmm. Series. Uh, we uh, defined, we did the impossible, and defined the term buried specifically as it pertains to wrestling. Yes. That was a fun discussion. Maybe today we should talk Bash the Bash of the Beach Reborn. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll talk about what the best Bash of the Because Bash of the Beach is coming back. Uh, yeah, AEW now. Yeah, it's a, it's a themed episode of Dynamite, uh, the kind of the, pro, the prologue, if you will, to Jericho Cruise. There's actually been a bunch of little AEW tidbits this morning mm-hmm. that have dropped in kayfabe, of course, Hangman Page. We can get to that later. That's part of the actual news. Notes. Yeah, I need a spoil. I need a spoiler alert that one. So we'll get yeah. part of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I do want to shout out this real quick. Over the weekend, we did get some new patrons. Uh, Stefan Hartz, John Justice, Cameron Scott. And Chuck Lantern. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Some strong-sounding names. Oh, terrific. Just Chuck terrific. Lantern. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for your support. And we also got a new channel member. Oh, we do, we do. Uh, who is this? Uh, David Dodson. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. Uh, Gustavo Gama dropped a super chat on us just now and said, uh, blaze it. He's either an arsonist or, given the amount of a super chat, $4.20. Uh, he might be a marijuana aficionado. Mm-hmm. And App One, thank you. Or AP One, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your support, this, for your super this. chats. Thank you, thank you. So let's get right into the news. Right. While you start reading this, I'm going to go turn off Fair enough. the heat because it's going to retain. It's going to get cold then, then after you turn the heat off. I'm going to go put my jacket back on. 
Anyways, this is from WrestlingNews.co. Quote, I'm told that Vince McMahon was howling with laughter backstage and loved everything about the segment. Of course, that being the dog mascot. I'd assume the, the, the Chihuahua and Roman gear on the Titan Tron as well. So for the 90% of you who continue to watch SmackDown from the previous week, uh, it uh, yeah, you, you'll know that it opened up if once you again. haven't seen it, yeah. But you haven't seen it. Uh, look at the thumb. There's a that might be Villanova. They're in Philadelphia. That might have been Villanova's mascot. I don't remember if they have a, a bulldog mascot or mm. not. Nonetheless, there is a bulldog like college mascot. So man in or person in bulldog suit. Mm-hmm. They put a Roman vest on. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin called out Roman of the Ring. Instead of Roman actually showing up, we had mascot and Roman vest with Titantron of Chihuahua in uh, Roman gear with a high-pitched bark. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continuing on from WrestlingNews.co, quote, others in the company were not a fan of the segment, but they are not going to express these thoughts to McMahon. One WWE source told me, not me personally, WrestlingNews.co, remember the writers are trying to make Vince happy. If he's happy, that means that jobs are safe. Vince has always been a fan of segments that parody is wrestlers. As long as Vince is around, you will always see segments like that one. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then, and then continuing on, the site also noted, and this is something that we talked and talked a lot about on the stream and I think on the recap, also yeah. notes that Vince is really into Baron Corbin right now, noting that, quote, McMahon thought that Baron Corbin has done a lot to improve and love what he's doing. I mean, he, which Baron, is fine. Baron has done a lot to improve. But like, dude, it was literally, it was literally a year ago, eleven months ago, that going heavy on Baron Corbin as like your lead bad guy sank the ratings and led to the McMahon shakeup. New matchups, new faces. Which, to be fair, lasted all about three or four weeks. And look at what's happening in the internet. We got Baron Corbin, winner, king of the ring, Baron Corbin, lead baddie on arguably their A show. Apparently, too, the whole uh, no automatic rematch things out the window, too. I don't, that's that's such a small, I don't like, it's the. It's just another thing thing. from the the McMahon shakeup that is out the window. Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. That's the only reason I bring it up. Yeah. Uh, That's something I'm willing to forgive, though, if I get matches like the Revival versus the New Day. I'm fine. I don't care about that. Yeah. I never cared about that in the first place. Um, uh, you know, when this happened, we, we knew or, or felt strongly that uh, this is something Vince probably uh, loved. Mm-hmm. This is the type of stuff that uh, historically he's been super into. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm only surprised that there was no uh, farts involved in it. You know, it's because interesting. Because I've been totally up Vince Corner. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't throw everything. You can't throw all your A material out there. Snow once, cones man. in there as well. There's everything that Vince loves. Farts, parody, snow yeah. cones. Snow cones, there you go. Um, uh, it's funny, I was listening to the Survivor Series something to wrestle, uh, Survivor Series 99, something to wrestle mm-hmm. with. I think it just dropped over the weekend or it came out this week. Um, and uh, I was listening to that. And, you know, obviously Bruce Pritchard, he's the executive director of yeah. SmackDown. He's the lead SmackDown creative guy. And, uh, and Conrad brought up just how lackluster Survivor Series 99 was, especially as compared to 98. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course, Vince Russo had left about two mm-hmm. months prior to Survivor mm-hmm. Series 99. And uh, and he's like, you know, there was just there's just a lot more structure in 98. Everybody seemed to have been involved in something. And whether you're a fan of Vince Russo or not, he did seem to bring um, some amount of 
direction and interweaving plot lines that really did work once it was filtered through Vince McMahon. Yeah. That combo, you know, for whatever reason, seemed to work really, really well. Yeah. And then you see what happens when he's gone. You have these random matchups like, you know, the Mean Street Posse versus it was like Steve Blackman uh, and then like two others. And Conrad was like, why was this thrown together? He was like, I don't know, probably because we put together we put together the card. People were left over and said, hey, put him on pay-per-view. And that's the kind of thinking mm-hmm. when you get like, you know, when when there's not a writer there who's like who's who's who who, who appreciates who has, a, who has a vision. Yeah, who has a vision. Exactly. And like Russo or not, when he was at WWE under the right circumstances, the man had vision and he, he could write, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and now you get Bruce Pritchard, who by all accounts is basically a yes man. I mean, if you even if you listen to him on his own show and Conrad challenges him, he's like, well, yeah, Vince wanted to do this. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. He likes having a job, so of course he's yeah. going to be a yes man to I the guess guy. So. And that's I guess so. what's happening here. Yeah, apparently, because this is all this is this was not good. It was no, not good. it wasn't. It wasn't and interesting. it doesn't really advance anything. And as a result, perhaps related to this, SmackDown's ratings sank to a low for Fox. Of course, obviously, it was on Fox Sports One. It did like terrible eight hundred thousand yeah, yeah, million that week. But since it's been on Fox for the you know month and a half or whatever, it's been on Fox. Yes. Uh, it sank to a new low on that channel this mm-hmm. week, averaging around 2.35 million, uh, down from about 2.6 million. So I think it's like 10%. Yeah, roughly 10%. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'd heard prior to uh, SmackDown's move to Fox that the goal is around 3 million. Yeah. Heading the wrong way. They're going away from running away from that in the wrong direction. Yes, they want to turn it around and. Up, yeah, they they're below up. expectations, not exceeding expectations. But then you also hear that Fox is like happy with presentation; they're happy with the show. I don't know if I've really heard anything about happy with the actual viewership numbers. But if it this seems settles, like every other metric, yeah, man. If this settles down into like two million, which you know it's going to, yeah, I mean that's what Raw's doing it's nowadays. Going to do, I think. Yeah, there's like, I think that there's a segment of fans, and this is pure speculation on my part. There's a segment of fans who you had the excitement of the Fox thing. Oh, they're putting a bunch of money into it. They got a snazzy graphics. But at the end of the day, Larson, what matters? Uh, content matters. The content's not good. No one's going to watch. The story, if nobody's if nobody's invested in what's going mm-hmm. on, if mm-hmm. it's, oh, this is just the same thing they were doing before. No one's going to care. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. None of it matters. And you're not going to pick up a whole lot of new wrestling fans when you have Baron Corbin, of all people, in a ridiculous king getup yeah. coming out there. And talking trash Roman and bringing out a mascot. Yeah. Like, You've, that's one of those segments we talk about. Like, if our wives were watching, we'd have oh, yeah. it'd be embarrassment and explaining yeah. why we're doing this for a living. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whereas I'm like, I'm going to try, I'm actually going to try to get, and I know, you know, you guys are shills. I'm the, like, AEW is the kind of thing where I don't really feel like that would be the case. They never have anything that's like super cringy. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to get Lacey into something because she mm-hmm. seemed to really like Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Like NXT is too, I think, wrestling heavy for her. AEW is like they they add a lot more of the sort of the fun. Yes, yeah, fun show. Some fun cheesy stuff, you know. Yeah. That I but think not people, too cheesy. Right, exactly. Not like just cringy. Um, but, uh, but I think that WWE, regardless, at this point, at this point in time, has like 2 million or so people. They'll tune in regardless. They'll, that can, they, well, at least for the first hour. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if they see something wretched, they may turn the channel. Because it's also like the baseline number for the network is like, what, 1.6 million, something like that? Uh, it's sort of between like 1.45 and 6. It fluctuates, So like your, your bottom, I think, your, your floor. Is about 1.5 million people. About 1.5 million people. And then the other people will tune in just to see, is this, gonna, is this getting any better? Yeah, pretty <laughs> is much. Is this getting any better? Yeah. You know? And so I don't know. What do you think? Like, do you think at, at some point as a Fox executive going to be assigned maybe to SmackDown and be like a heavy handed intermediary. I feel like, I feel like uh, to keep going with uh, dog metaphors of WB has been given a, they're going to be given a pretty decent leash. I think you think so. Yeah. Um, Six months. Mm -hmm. It's five year deal, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Four year deal. Worth by the way, uh, about a billion dollars, about a billion dollars, four or five years. I can't remember. I think it's five. Yeah. I think it's five for 200. Yeah. 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 so they'll be given six months to figure things out themselves. This is what my gut's telling me. Um, and then if after six months they're still on the doldrums, then Fox is going to start, you know, knocking on doors saying something's got to change. I'm we could have kept reruns of the family guy on yeah, there and no. done just as good numbers yeah. and wouldn't cost us as much Cause money. Because I think this was also the first week that, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw, there was, a, there was a, an article in Variety or Hollywood Report or something like that. That said, this is the first week that uh, SmackDown uh, wasn't like number one or some like Hawaii Five O beat it this week. Wow! Um, but then they had like the number was wrong on like rating, so I was like, I didn't use that for a source. Yeah, um, but yeah, apparently Hawaii Five O beat SmackDown this week. Is it with uh, a certain demo? Maybe I don't know the fifty plus demo. <laughs> well, nobody's beating us in the fifty plus demo. I mean, maybe it was a rerun of Hawaii Five O from back in the maybe. day. Maybe there's like a new one now, or a new ish one. Yeah, I know that's been around for a little while. Yeah, though. it's been been around for a few seasons. The yeah. original Hawaii Five O. That the original one is like well, it's old, but that was like a stylish show back in the day, man. My dad <laughs> used to watch that. Yeah, no, it was a uh, who's the lead in that? Jack. He had like the most amazing hair. Conan O'Brien like modeled his hair after him. I feel like I know his name, but I want. Yeah, I know. I check. should know what it is. I feel like I know what it is. I'm gonna look it up real quick. While you do that, real quick, a couple more super chats. Johan von Wolfenhausen. Wolfhausen put Alistair in yeah, the black Jack suit. Jack Lord, there you go. He says put Alistair in the black suit, give him the twenty four seven title, and have the whole locker room coming after him, and basically be John Wick. That could be interesting. That'd be a decent way to elevate that title if you wanted to do that. Maybe uh, Eternal Blue says, "I'm glad I don't watch WWE anymore." Yikes! Thanks for suffering, so I don't have to. Love you guys. Hashtag bring back our super. Wow, that's gonna be a boat of contention, Steve. There. No, I'm all for bringing back the Supersonics, just not at the expense of my Sacramento Kings, which, by the way, eked out a one-point victory against the Celtics. If you eliminate those first five games from the season... They're doing really well. We're doing really well. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a long season. By the time uh, is, uh, game yeah. 75 rolls around, the first five games will be long forgotten. You'd be 5-2 and two if you just take away those first five games. Instead of 5-7. and seven. <laughs> Instead of 5-7. and seven. It's an arbitrary... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not our, it was the first five games we lost. Um so, yeah, man, I, I'll, I'll counter with this. I, I don't think they're going to be given six months, man. I think, I think they're going to be given like under $2 million. I think that at that point, Fox will be like, listen, and maybe that'll be at the six-month mark. Maybe it'll take that long. But I do think that it's going to be a matter of like viewership number. But I think also if they drop below $2 million, that's when Fox is like, all right, you guys better do something about this or we're going to step in. So they'll be given an amount of time to do something about it. You think they're going to be given a a verbal warning and then a written warning? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, maybe. And then somebody takes over. The first would be a phone call to Vince. Hey, you got to do something about this. Mm -hmm. Given a month. Stern letter. Stern letter. As a reminder. Yeah. uh, Such and such executive. As per our verbal agreement. Yeah, per our conversation, Mr. McMahon. 
uh, you you were given instructions to raise ratings by this much by this point in time. It has not been done. This is a lit, uh, written uh, notice that if you do not accomplish this by this time, uh, we will step in. Who would have thought Eric Bischoff was the glue holding SmackDown together? Well, I mean, that's that's, that's not flattering even. to Eric Bischoff. <laughs> that's not even close. <laughs> not even close. Anyways, man. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. <clears throat> Another guy who might uh, make use of some hymns. Oni Lorkin apparently yes. wants out of the WWE. Yeah. I mean, it was not that long ago that that dude was showing up. He was everywhere. I kind of feel like Oni Lorkin busted through his ceiling in the WWE for a spell and then lately, he's sort of been nowhere. Yeah, um, he's been sleeping under park benches, apparently. But he's tired of that. He wants to go out and do some stuff. He even changed his Twitter handle from Oni Lorkin to Biff Bus- Busick. So, uh, Busick or Busick? Maybe he's Busick. That makes more sense. Anyway, this is from PW Insider. Oni Lorkin, a.k.a. the former Biff Busick, requested a WWE release at the end of last month. I guess that'd be October. PW Insider has confirmed with multiple sources. Lorkin, who teamed with Danny Burch in WWE NXT and 205 Live, uh, has not been granted his mm, release. Not, not been granted. Not surprising. <clears throat> so Lorkin's followed uh, Mike Kanellis and Sin Cara. Both of them mm-hmm. publicly requested their release, um, uh, asking for their release apparently within the recent months. You can go back further earlier in the year. Luke Harper publicly requested his release. Oh, yeah. All have been denied. Mm. Uh, but Melser says in the most recent, it's Melser, so uh, in the most recent Wrestling Observer <laughs> newsletter, that might be changing. He's talking about uh, Sin Cara's case specifically with this. Uh, quote, as we have to say, quote, however, it was noted that they may be giving, they, WWE, giving releases to some people with the idea they don't believe they would be going to AEW or if they do, wouldn't help them. And it's possible he, he that being Sankara, will get his release. I thought there was something. So Cultaholic had something, and I forget who they sourced for this, that WWE would consider giving releases also it's like it's like with they sign a new con- like a release contract it's like a no compete thing saying uh that they would not go to AEW anybody the WWE considers competition yeah so anybody with a TV deal or anybody so uh, probably AEW Impact and New Japan yeah uh then they speculated it was Pachidi and uh, and Sam uh they speculated that uh, that could also in this day and age mean anybody who has a VOD streaming deal which would basically limit them to like your local high school gym promotion. Yeah. When, then do they specify what what the that no compete clause would it uh, last? Whatever time no, you get left in your contract, or is you it could, more than longer than ninety days? No, but you, I, I would, I would think, I would speculate that it would make sense that it would be the length of the contract, mm-hmm. right? Because or the remaining term on the deal, the remaining you. term of the deal. Yeah, exactly. So instead of just. We're, you're sitting at home and we're paying you, it would be, yeah, you can get out of your deal. And if you think you can make more money out there on the super indie circuit, 
Good luck to you. Have at it. Yeah. You know, but you're not doing that. For example. Regardless, for the length of your contract, you ain't going to. For example, Mike Knellis, who just, I think Stin Carr recently signed a new deal, too. That would be it. I mean, I don't know. I'm Guys who just signed new deals and more or less have four and a half years, four, four and a half years, maybe three years left like on their you deals. Wanna, you want the rest of your contract, like, be hoping that you're going to be able to keep your name up. I mean, he's on his mid to late 30s. Oh, Knellis, Knellis yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sin Cara, Sin Cara is a very unique situation in that WWE owns, like, the name, and I don't know about the mask or not, but, like, the, the Sin Cara IP, that's theirs. They I mean, just, the current Sin Cara is the second Sin Cara. Right, exactly. If they really want to keep Sin Cara, they can find a new Sin Cara. So they got to go and ask themselves. And it's funny because... I mean, the, there was, the reason, I guess, you know, back in the day, and they released the original Sin Cara, they replaced them, mm-hmm. um, put someone else under the mask, is that... The Sin Cara merch sold really well. Yeah. That was years ago. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but if that's not the case anymore, maybe they don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like the guy under the mask would go to AEW and drop one of them shoot interviews in the middle. They don't do anyways. But you know my point. Like, <clears throat> oh man, that guy used to be Sin Cara. Let's yeah. hear what he has to say. He's a big name. That's gonna. That's a sort of a different situation. I'd be. I mean, I would be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised. It's mm-hmm. like, how is that going to help anybody, really? Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, a guy like Mike Kanellis, obviously, he can go any number of places. He can go to any of those places yep. and excel the way Hideo Itami's excelled in New Japan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if if did they with I I honestly forget with with Kenta. Did his contract just run out, or they actually let him go? They I let him go. They let him go, let right? Him go. Yeah. I think he and Ty were the last people they let go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And since then, and it's like you nobody. see how much better they're used anywhere else. You know, I don't know, man. Um, let's talk ACH, Super ACH. Yeah. Um, so uh, he publicly quit WB, I believe, last week. Yeah. Um, but you know, him quitting is not the same as him being out of a contract. So uh, he did a, a, a Twitter QA over the weekend. He was asked about his uh, employment status. And whether he'd be able to wrestle elsewhere, he responded, quote, legally no, mentally yes. Mm-hmm. So it seems he's still under WWE contract. Yeah. Um, in the same Q&A, he said uh, he wants to go to New Japan or he'd like to go to New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> that actually kind of made me laugh that he had his own like uh, bucket list. Because like, oh, one, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the responses were like, dude, you, were, you weren't in the WWE like six months ago. <laughs> I mean, like, is there anybody you didn't wrestle before that sprung up on the scene all of a sudden? Like, you were in New Japan. We saw that. That's kind of fun. To me, that's kind of funny because it's like, it's one thing to be like, hey, I just got here. This place sucks. They're racist, whatever. Like, okay, I get it. But then to be like, oh, man, all the things that I could do out there on the indie scene, you were just there. <laughs> you were just been, there, man. We saw it earlier this year, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, in 2018, which really wasn't that long ago, he was like out there wrestling mm-hmm. for New Japan, indie scene, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Sort of made me chuckle. <laughs> Anyways. Um, the, someone else, apparently, this is spoiler territory, so you haven't seen the new Being the Elite, like stop watching or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, fast forward, someone who uh, is out on their own, mm-hmm. uh, Hangman Adam Page, looks like he's going to be riding solo. For the time being, because in the latest being the elite, seems like he quit the yeah. elite 
uh, Paige broke the news, the Young Bucks, towards the end of the newest episode, telling them, quote, I can't keep being the least successful member of the elite. I lost to Jericho. I lost to Pac. Pack. Pack. That is always how it's been. I've been the least successful member of this group the entire time, and I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry, guys. We're still cool. I, I just, I'm just going to ride alone for a while. Yeah. This was a, this was a really, really good promo in a room with like, I think just the iPhone mic or whatever yeah. they were filming with. Yeah. I, I hope, I really hope that they recreate this in the ring or in an interview segment on TV. Commentary, I mentioned it. <laughs> Cause I think this could be, I think that he could really reach a lot of people who are watching the product if he's in the ring or interview area and he does this with a lot of passion the way we saw in this dimly lit room uh with an echoey walls and a micro nope. and like Scalibur's no microphone. gonna make a passing, passing reference to it <laughs> oh man uh yeah it's actually pretty uh there's like a lot of stuff going on with the elite this week yeah we the, actually, the, actually the, the bit with kenny that precedes it is pretty good too where mm-hmm. they're like hey you're not the same kenny that that we knew in Japan that we yeah. wanted to bring with us to all the wrestling and all he could talk about was Mox. It just has it. It's, which is really good stuff. Again, I want to see it on TV with proper production because it just comes off like one of our, I've made this joke and it, it oh, totally yeah, yeah, fit. Yeah. It comes off like one of our old junior college student films, yeah. student films on videotape yeah. <laughs> on literal videotape, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yep. Cause Nick just sits there. What's going on, man? That, What's happening? The bit at the here, beginning man? though with the, Oh, the merch freak stuff is great. That was great. <laughs> That was hilarious. That's hilarious stuff. That was really good. Yeah. Merch Freak. Because he's doing either David, like cross between David, David Blaine, Blaine and Chris Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Angel. Hey, you want to see a trick? That's really good stuff. That's funny stuff. I didn't know that Nick had that much uh, like of a funny bone there. Yeah. Because like anytime I've seen him, he's sort of not the funniest dude in the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is really I know. This is really good. He's got, really he's got good a damn stuff. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Someone in chat brings up here. Uh, Gilberto, the rate WB poaches talent from other promotions. How many wrestlers in the industry haven't been involved with WB in some way or the other? I mean, that's part of the issue, too, I wonder, with people asking for the release, is, is we're still in the midst, I think, of WB going up and signing up everybody they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, there's going to be a point where there's just too many. If oh, we reached that, that point that already. Point, <laughs> that point there's was just a little while too ago. many people under contract. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of people who aren't involved. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, NXT does a pretty darn good job of utilizing the talent that they have. I mean, I honestly didn't think we'd see this much of Jonah Rock um, at yeah. this point. And they really seem to like him, yeah. uh, Bronson Reed. Um, they really seem to understand how great Shane Strickland is, Isaiah yeah. Scott. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Dexter Loomis, although he's been doing dark matches on TV and obviously all these people. But when you look at, when you look at, photos of uh like the 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 coconut loop uh, house show yeah it all seems to be people who for the most i'm not gonna say everybody but like you know there's a lot of very developmental talent there they are using a lot of people on tv i mean the ones that stand out that aren't on tv right now are uh uh Parazzo and chelsea green they should yeah. be on tv yeah i don't know why i don't know why either of them are on tv i don't know if they're gonna try to get them in as a tag team or what i don't know i don't know, I don't know how that's gonna work i don't know um but NXT's done a decent job of actually utilizing talent, even though we have heard that there are people there that aren't happy also. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I know Meltzer had said something about Shayna. She was supposed to get like a big push on main roster, but then once the USA deal thing, they're basically 
like clean slating her title shot. Yeah. It's like they can now reference, oh, she's going to be, I think she's going to be there at least to break Asuka's Probably, yeah. record yeah. Um, for whoever, consecutive so days. So beats her is a huge deal. Is a big, big deal, yeah. yeah. Which I still don't think. I mean, you could look at Rhea Ripley, but I still don't think these, I don't think there's anybody so far that they are building to the point where they're legit it seems enough. like Rhea is going to be the closest. I mean, let's, we'll find out come Mania weekend unless they have a takeover between Survivor Series and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if there, there's no other takeover till, of course, there's not a one Rumble weekend because they got Worlds Collide. If they wait uh, till Mania weekend to do another one, that's another five months, four and a yeah. half months yeah. to build up Rhea. Yeah. Angel Garza, Cameron Grimes, two more guys that they, they feature. They are able to get them in there. Um, I mean, you look at how uh, they've incorporated. Um, There's also a lot of guys who've been, and, and women for that matter, who've been developmental there for a long time. Yeah, sure. Who, for whatever reason, like I'll be honest, barely with you. get a go on TV. I'll be honest with you. It, like you could swap out, and this is taking nothing away from them necessarily, but Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, and I'd, I'll be honest. Like if 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 it was like a swap for swap situation, Chelsea Green and Deanna Perazzo. I mean, I've been a fan of theirs for a while now. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them on TV. Totally. But like Aaliyah's been in developmental for like five years. Yeah. And it's like I just don't know why she's still there. Yeah, still you know, to do guys that. like Riddick, Riddick Moss have been there for a long time. Who apparently, and, has a huge work, has a great work ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the stuff towards the tail end of his uh, partnership with uh, uh, Tino, mm-hmm. he was actually pretty funny. Some yeah, of the promo no, stuff yeah. he was doing. Yeah, remember we were at that house show here, and he dropped a really good promo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I'm what I'm hoping is with with the Malcolm Bivens stuff. Yeah, maybe that'll be like a faction. Yeah, yeah. Where it'll it'll allow for more time. But I understand time. you know guys like Riddick Moss who've been in there for a while. Um, and you know, it seemed like he and Tino were going places as a tag team. Injuries happened. Can't do much about that. But then they come back and based on, you know, a, 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 a maybe not already being towards the top of the card, plus having a bunch of new talent come in, yeah. it's probably like starting over all over again after you've already been there for five years Yeah, and you feel like, okay, I'm on the verge of something happening. I got something going here. Injuries happen again. Those that stuff just kind of happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come back and you're like, wait. I gotta. I'm just doing Florida House Show loop for a while now. Yeah, it seemed like it, the next step was was you know if not title program at least you know a decent run of the Dusty Classic something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I I completely understand when people get frustrated with that. Yeah. No. I and you guys I, start changing in the hallway because the locker room's full. Yeah. 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 Anyways, let's do a raw preview. Yeah. Let's see here. So Survivor Series on the horizon. This is yeah. We're this is the go home. This is go Survivor home. I'll Series. kick it off. Seth Rollins to wager his Survivor Series berth against Andrade on Raw. That should be a good match. Mm-hmm. Although Seth is not not going to be captain. Uh, Seth Rollins was the first superstar announced for Team Raw in the men's Survivor Series match. Now, thanks to an intense back and forth that began with Zelina Vega's Twitter provocation, he might not make the pay per view at all. And then after the main event. In Germany, the architect responded with a message of his own and will face the former NXT champion this Monday for the captain spot on Team Raw. Uh, Rollins and Andrade are two of the best at what they do, so the match is already highly anticipated, but it's hardly a given that the Beast Slayer will prevail. Ever since running afoul of the fiend Bray Wyatt, Rollins has been searching for something to right the ship, while Andrade has held steady with a series of unanswered wins following his arrival on Raw. Should Rollins falter again and should Andrade continue to cruise, Survivor Series will look very, very different. They should have Andrade win this. That'd be shocking. It'd be awesome. No one would expect it. Nobody would expect Keep it. Seth off Survivor Series entirely. Yeah. And then he has everybody. He reverts to his party boy days in NXT, and he has everybody go out partying with him Saturday night. 
Vámonos, amigos. I mean, I guess if you want to go back to that. He's yeah, going man. backwards rather than forward, though. No, man. What was I telling off camera? I was like, yeah, he should, like, have a rah-rah team meeting. That's what they should do. They should spoof the rah-rah team meeting thing. Yeah. And uh, But, like, his entire speech is, like, in Espanol. Everybody's scrambling to find Zelina Vega. <laughs> or Humberto Carrillo. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, next, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. To compete in tag team action. Does it say who? No. Oh, okay. Well. Win for them. Yeah. Uh, next. Ray Mysterio oh, okay. to appear on live on Raw. You do your segments your way. I'll do them my All way. Right, fine. <laughs> I'll do this. When Ray Mysterio to appear live on Raw before challenging Brock Lesnar's Survivor Series, Ray has been relatively quiet since hobbling Brock Lesnar with a pipe and challenging the Beast to W Championship match at Survivor Series. Uh, Ultimate Underdog will surge back into the forefront this Monday when he appears live just six days before his monumental opportunity. Uh, Whatever he has to say will surely be worth hearing as Survivor Series approaches. And, of course, there's always a possibility that Lesnar isn't far behind. Uh, Next. Oh, man, you're getting all the automatic W's here. Rey Mysterio. I'm looking at this Rey Mysterio one. He's just talking. He's just going to talk. Okay. Hey, he's been killing those promos Yeah, lately, man, though. he's been doing the best promo Talking work in his career. Talking about familias and stuff like that. Man, I saw crazy. you looking at that right there, the uh, Aaliyah yeah. nose. That's fake as crap. That is not, there is no way that blood is Probably real. Probably not, but they, this is from WrestleTalk. Apparently, the, the it was a stage injury, but it's because apparently she need, she's surgery or something. Oh, okay, so it was fake, like I said, it was fake. But not for the exact reason that... Uh, Oh, but not to generate a story. Okay, it's because she needs to be written off. Yeah. Okay, that was the the fakest looking nose. Anyways, uh, next, here we go. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins to challenge Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. Win for Viking Raiders. Is it for the actual titles? Uh, yeah, to challenge for the titles. Well, uh, it just says challenge Raw Tag Team Champions. Not the same as actually... Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, because they won a triple threat match. Wow. So it's a golden title opportunity. They, they beat the OC and the Street Profits. So that was specifically so they can go and lose to the Viking Raiders. Gosh. Wow. And this is a this is a big match. Storytelling. <laughs> I, get, I get I get the points on you that. You get 15 points when War Raiders win. Did you ever figure out what the the score is right now? You're up by a lot. <laughs> Natalia the Battle of WWE Women's cha- uh, Tag Champion Asuka, not everyone can boast that they submitted Asuka in the middle of the ring, but 2 weeks ago Natalia did just that. And while the Queen of Hearts missed out the WWE Women's Tag Team title match she seemed headed toward last week. Yeah, they never really explained that. Or they did, I guess. Oh, God. Are they, they better not have Natalia beat Asuka clean here. She'll get a chance to face off with the Empress of Tomorrow 101 come Monday. Given that Natalia owns an emphatic victory over Asuka, it's safe to say she holds an early mental advantage going into the match. Of course, Kyrie Sane's presence oh. is likely to complicate the proceedings. As good as Natalia is, there simply aren't two of her. Unless she learns how to clone herself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, well, this could be raw gate situation happening here. Could be. It could be. Could be. Anyways. Let's answer some questions, yeah? Yeah, sounds good. Oops, stop that, you. Uh, Grappling Gamer says, keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, Arma, if Vince cares about money and these segments cost him money, wouldn't you think he'd stop them? Here's the thing. He's got money coming in hand over fist other places. He was based off of everything he's done in his life, even over the past five years at how bad things have been. He has still managed to sign not one, but two billion dollar deals doing things this way. He is not going to stop. No. He is not going to stop unless his back is against the wall. People start pulling out all sorts of money. The stock price plummets. He loses sponsors. Yeah. If all that happens, maybe. Max Montgomery uh, sorry to call you guys out live, but he hasn't got his friend care package from September. I think that was one I actually sent out because I saw he sent us a message and I forgot. I just neglected to respond to it, but I'm pretty sure I sent that one out. But I'll hop on that today make sure. There's, Sorry about I that, think, Max. A bunch of them for some for September. I need to send out. Uh, Brandon Garza says, I'm "Scroll up here. How do you think Marty would debut in AEW?" Uh, they'd have to do it in a way that's like not obvious. Like you know, like it would AEW. The one thing that WCW and WWE did back in the day that was really cool was new signees in their debuts. You'd have to do, like, ideally, you would do something along the lines of Jericho's countdown clock yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But somehow, some way, you'd have to pull a swerve that it wasn't Marty. Yeah. So you can't say countdown to villainy or something like that. <laughs> you, I don't know how to do it. It'd have to be something like, you know, Marty would have to put out there that he signed with somebody else. Or he'd have to put it out there 
that he's his showing contract. Up, he's showing up on sh- some show the day before a huge AEW show, like the Hardys did before Mania. 30, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd have to like they'd have to really orchestrate 34. that, and then it would be a truly shocking thing. You yeah. know, I mean, it'd be along the lines of at that first All In when people were like, because uh, uh, no, uh, Double or Nothing when Mox showed up. How everybody was like, oh, no, Mox isn't going to show up. He's That's shooting a movie. Happen. He's shooting a movie because mm-hmm. he, he was already doing New Japan stuff, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. he was doing New Japan stuff. He's not going to be there. And then, boom, it's like, oh, my they God, did not see that coming. Yeah. Like, there was the possibility, but we didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, uh, generally accepted, have faith in NXT. Triple H waits until he has a plan. Seems like it. Uh, Romeo Barnes was an NXT a billion dollar deal too. No, I think they're getting 50. It's somewhere between 30 and 50. Yeah. For one or two years, we're not really yeah. sure. Um, let's see here. Jimmy Thomas wants to mention that tomorrow on Impact, oh, the they're doing one, huh? their own version of the Southpaw thing. It's the throwback. I saw that. So that should be fun. I might actually check some of that out. I don't have access, but do they still do it on Twitch? I don't know. I don't have access either. So. I haven't heard that they don't do Twitch. So uh, let's see here. Cody Miles. I haven't been watching SmackDown or Raw in a few weeks. And I just got here. What the F is that thumbnail? And is that real? It's very real, Cody. It's very real. Sadly enough. Uh, uh, Mr. Triple Mania has another question about the villain. He says, when Marty Skrull inevitably goes to AEW, I don't think that's a given. Do you think he'll join his elite buddies in the battle against the inner circle? Or do you think instead he'll join the inner circle because he'll have a grudge against the elite for leaving him? Maybe Marty will be the guy who brings the elite back together. Since they seem to be falling apart right now. Uh, Hamas. Hamancito Gomez. Sorry. Drop a universal term for SmackDown heavyweight championship. Drop universal term. Don't call it the universal title. SmackDown It's called the SmackDown title. Oh, is he breaking some news to us? Is that what they're actually going to do? No, I think he's suggesting. Oh, nah, I'm not huge on that. <clears throat> I prefer the term universal. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, Alex Foster says, my teacher tried telling another student in news writing that there was only one AAA, the driving company. I almost leapt out of my chair when I heard that. Alex, <laughs> Alex Foster is about to be Aerostar. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get up on the ceiling and jump down on him. Uh, Patrick Sparks uh, was worth let down. Matt Hardy's Woken stuff not being good. Or Bray Wyatt's title reign and subsequent Mania match with Randy. Uh, boy, that's a good question. So WWE's Matt Hardy broken stuff, which was the Woken stuff. Or Bray Wyatt's title. So I feel like Bray's title reign was more of a letdown because there was potential for something interesting to happen. There. So the actual title reign itself and the story with Randy, for the most part, was actually pretty good stuff. It's just it, if you're including that mania match and how they like fast tracked Randy burning down his house, which could have been the culmination of a really cool build. Yeah then that was a big fart. Yeah, it was. But there was a lot of cool stuff in the meantime. Mm-hmm. There was some cool stuff. There's that giant whiff. There's that nasty fart match that they had. The Woken stuff was good when they did it the way that it was supposed to be done that one time, I think, they yeah, did it. With Bray, at, yeah, with Bray. 
I thought that was really good. Yeah, it was fun. They just did it the one time and never went back to it. I know. So they're both good and bad for their own ways. I think the Bray stuff was probably more disappointing. That was the bigger letdown because it had that big match yep. at the end. Yep. Yeah. DKC returns uh, Hogan's NWO beard and stash combo. Yay or nay? Oh, yay. I thought that was rad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was a big fan of NWO Hogan, man. I thought he was cool. Uh, let's see here. Russell King 68. Whether it's a shoot or a work, Cornette sure seems to get off on criticizing AEW. Isn't his precious tag team there now? Will he criticize them too? Oh, Rock and Roll Express. Well, Rock and Roll Express getting some some big pops there in AEW. Uh, no, of course he won't criticize them. He picks and chooses. Uh, sad day though. Uh, he has abandoned his son Brian Zane mm, I saw on that. Twitter. I saw that he has been blocked. Brian Zane has been blocked. Blocked, I tell you, by Jim Cornette. Yeah. What a maniac. Oh my goodness. All these people. <laughs> What's the world coming to? I know. Blake Elizondo. Rollins loses captainship tonight. Wednesday is revealed the winner at War Game gets to pick a member to be captain. NXT Rollins comes out as fourth member. His team wins and he captains. Oh, Team NXT is Survivor Series. Uh, neutral Rollins helps us have a heel face mix in a Team NXT at Survivor Series. Yay or nay? Uh, so Rollins loses tonight. Wednesday though is revealed the winner at War Games gets to pick a member to be captain of Team NXT. And they just pick themselves. Yeah, I guess. Like if I win War Games, I'm gonna be like, well, pff, I just won War Games. I'm captain. Look at me. I'm the captain. That's what I would think too. That's what I would do. Joe Juarez asked, uh, "What did Zayn say to Cornette?" I think Zayn was talking about, and I got sort of tangentially involved in the conversation. Uh, it was it was about the comedy wrestling stuff. Like oh, Zayn yeah. was saying, it's ridiculous that anybody would just outright want to delete comedy wrestling from the landscape. And my, my thing is there's a market for it. Yeah. If it stops being profitable, it'll probably go away, yep. but people like it. So who, who is anybody to say it's got no place? Not in the only industry. do I, it's it, look, if you want to say, I don't like this stuff. That's totally cool. <clears throat> totally. But to say ban it, it should be gone and done. It's killing the business. There's been two billion dollar deals to keep wrestling on TV Plus an additional thirty to fifty million dollar to put wrestling on Wednesdays. Plus TNT for the first time in twenty some odd years or whatever put wrestling on TV. Yeah, wrestling's doing fine in a pretty darn good with a pretty darn good deal over there with AEW. Wrestling right now is 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 doing just fine. It's fine. Could it be better? I mean, I my thing is this: like one of the main problems with wrestling right now is simply WWE's main roster creative, which I think generates a lot of enthusiasm. Like if it's good. People will be really into wrestling uh, and then they'll start disseminating amongst the other wrestling. And so I think it, it, it's a rising tide thing. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, even wrestling is doing fine right now. It's doing now. fine. Uh, Greg Moore, or, sorry, uh, Daniel Encina says, do you think Brian Cage will head to AEW? He wanted to be a double or nothing, but Impact wouldn't let him, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and then Samuel Duplessis <laughs> says, did you hear the American Legion Hall is getting torn down? That sucks. I thought that was getting torn down uh, like weeks ago. No, oh. I thought they. I thought they already started that. That's a bummer. Brian, what about when when his contract with Impact is up? Brian Cage, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. But I don't know. It depends on if uh, if Impact treats him really well and mm -hmm. if Impact gets. I don't or know if, if if AEW has a spot for him even. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greg Morris, since my question about snitching turned into a thing, let's put a spin on it. Larson, you find out Steve uh, went through, or find out Steve through time travel is the brains behind the finger poke of doom. Do you turn him in? No, I don't really care. Wouldn't you just want a shoot interview with me? Yeah, but we just use it for our own benefit. How would I prove that to you? That'd be crazy. What? Like, oh, they, I mean, you, I don't need that. Larson, some, I have something to tell you. Some receipts from somewhere, uh, some restaurant from 1998 or something. That I don't would know. do it, really? Well, I mean, like, if it, where was that nitro? Was that the one in the, it was in the south somewhere, wasn't it? Uh, probably they were all in the south somewhere. So long as it wasn't uh, L.A. or Northern California, pretty good sense of where you were for most of 1998. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, yeah. If he had a, a, a gas station or restaurant receipt from somewhere that was not in California, I'd be like, okay, that's weird. As far as I know, he didn't leave the state that year. Yeah, I would think that just like an iPhone selfie of me with like Hogan from 1998 and Bischoff probably do the trick. That kind of weird. I, What's that know, little device there, brother? I guess I'd probably weird out Hogan. <laughs> it was like, Hogan, listen, beware of hidden cameras. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Aaron Sandlin, favorite Survivor Series moment. I think it was Survivor Series 98. Yeah, right? the whole show, man. Mine, my personal favorite Survivor Series moment was Triple H laughing his way through a couple Survivor Series ago. I love, man, that dude, sometimes he just wants to go out there. Everything, all the building up younger talent, all the building storylines be damned. I wonder if that was just a big troll on Vince. Like, he's like, hey, main roster is such a mess right now anyways. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and have fun because who cares? Maybe. I'm doing my thing in NXT. Maybe. <laughs> um, Eric Barbosa with UFC doing a BMF belt for the hardest and most brutal fighters in MMA. Who is in wrestling the BMF champion? Okay, are we talking about all of wrestling or yeah, all of wrestling? Who's the actual BMF? I'll just name some names. I guess you got to put Brock in there because he's done MMA. Yeah, he almost knocked out Braun with one punch. Like, do you put a guy like Nick Gage in there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he like the BMF. He'd be in contention. He'd yeah. probably put Brock in there. Yeah. Because he's a real he's a legit fighter. Yeah. He has to put Matt Riddle in there. Oh. Again, yeah. legit fighter. Yeah. Uh, Josh Barnett. Yeah. Put him in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh you can put Nick Gage. Well, okay. Well, that's a question. I mean, Nick Gage has done time. Yeah. So that makes him a BMF. Yeah. Could he actually hold his own in a real fight I don't against know. any of the guys that you just named? I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, Barnett, Riddle, those are, those are names. you got to put Minoru Suzuki in there. I'm sure he can still throw hands. 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I can think of more. Oh, uh, Tom Lawler. Uh-huh. Uh, people are, uh, Via Lobo says Haku. Good choice. Current modern day Haku? You want to try messing with him? Well, no, but I'm not sure he could like hang with any of those guys you just mentioned. I don't know, man. At a certain point, all of the like age really catches up to you in real fighting. I don't know, man. I mean, like, yeah, I appreciate that Haku's like a legit tough guy, but fighting is fighting. That's a different yeah. thing. Different I don't know. Animal. I wouldn't want to mess with him. Cal Ken Shamrock. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, gotta that put guy. Shamrock on there. Like my thing is, Ken Shamrock took the the dick flip. Then doesn't that say, like didn't that say something like just freaking lighten up, man? I know, lighten up, like that kind of stuff. The kind of stuff that Cornette talks about these days, like blocking Brian Zane and stuff like that. Brian Zane's such a sweetheart. I he's love that guy. He's a great dude, man. He's awesome, man. He's terrific. Like blocking people for that kind of stuff. It makes me now when I watch NWA. What I love power, man. I love it. But I'm gonna sit there and be like, man, that dude's a turd. Yeah, that's what I was saying last time when we were talking about. I know, but like I'll forget. I'll I'll forgive and forget after if there's been some time. It's like okay, he settled down a little no, bit. No, he's still a turd. Yeah, 
Because he, tr- he constantly tries to find little ways, I mean, not constantly, but far too often, little ways to continue being a turd that uh, has nothing to do with the context of the show. Like, you're just, you're just spreading divisiveness. I know. You're build, like, help build, help build you know up this I community. Jo- every week I, over there, I joke on the Wednesday night, who won Wednesdays? I joke and I say, this show's all about spreading toxicity. And it's an obvious joke. Because I don't want to do that. No, but there's too many, There's far too many people who, who, who do that. Who legitimately do. Who actually do. And it's like, bro, you're a wealth of information, in uh, historically speaking, in wrestling terms. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you just like offer up some of that instead of know, just man. all these outlaw mud wrestlers? I know, man. Get out of here with that. What are you, like 100,000 years old? Uh, Carlos, do you think uh, Kyrie Sane leaves WWE after Mania? Don't know when her contract's up. And Meltzer was like, yeah, she'll probably, she'll consider it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's right. Melzer, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Kelly 88 says wrestling, all entertainment for that matter is best. It's a little bit of everything has a balance and cohesive story. Everything has a place. That's totally true. Yep. That's totally true. Yep. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, Carlos asks, how long would you last in Alistair Wonka's chocolate factory? Ooh. I don't know. I'm, I'm quite the, I got quite the sweet tooth, but I'm also like, I don't like breaking the rules. I get yeah. nervous about breaking yeah. the rules. I know. So I would probably, but I also, I also choke under pressure. Mm-hmm. So if it's a matter of lasting till the end, I would probably get to right before the end and then gobble down. If he has, especially if he has some sort of, see, I'm not big on candy. I like snack cakes. I like sweet cakes. Like hostess, if he has yeah, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, uh, 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 you know, like a Al- Alistair or... Wonka yeah, Twinkie, yeah. yeah, man, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'll get yelled at by him, see, and I'll probably get a black mask. See, I, 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 I'm not huge into the sweets, and then I'm like you, I, you know, like I, I I'm pretty good about holding uh, to the rules. Yeah, I think I'd do okay. Yeah, but then here's the thing about you also is that in the end, you're saddled with paperwork and the deed, and now you got to run a business. A candy business, something that you're not really passionate about. Remember, we got laid off, and you're like, "I don't want to do gaming because I'm not really into it." Yeah, that's you're you're not into candy. But here's the thing. Guess what? The I'm getting this deed. I'm getting this company free gratis, right? <laughs> guess what I can do? <laughs> Take around. that deed, turn around, put it for the highest bidder. Even if I get a dollar for it, guess what? Dollar more than I had the day before. <laughs> it's, they, it's like you're gonna be like one of the equity firms that takes over Toys R Us, lays everybody else off. Guts the assets. No, I would probably sell to that company. So, I wouldn't do it. I would just sell it and be like, so, all right, sorry. <laughs> I don't know anything about the candy business. I watched so. the uh, the documentary, uh, this uh, Netflix drop. They have that awesome toy documentary series yeah, called yeah, yeah. The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. And I watched the Ninja Turtles one. Uh, Nickelodeon or Viacom, or Viacom bought that for $60 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then turn around the first year, they had a profit of like 450 from exploitation of the turtles. Those dudes just making money hand over fist. But that one of the guys, one of the turtle guys, sold because he got tired of dealing with it, sold his shares or whatever to the other turtle guy. And that turtle guy ended up selling it for $60 million. I'm not sure how much that first guy got in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was sweet at the very end. They like, they, because they had not talked in like 20 yeah, years. Yeah, it was Eastman and Eastman and Laird. Laird yeah. yeah. And uh, and then they came together. They both seem to have a pretty good, you know, they got a head on their shoulders still about everything, even about losing sixty million dollars. But uh, but yeah. 
Yep. Anyways, I think that's it. We're going to do an overrun for dollar yeah, patrons yeah, yeah. and YouTube channel members. So keep an eye out for that. Probably lunch first, and then we'll do that uh, in about, uh, or we can hop right in that because I know you got to get going. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. Okay. So we'll do that in like maybe 10 minutes or so. And we're going to talk about Bash the Beach. Yep, yep. AEW's upcoming extravaganza. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.